Hello, everyone. Welcome to Capes and Japes. Again, we have returned. It's uh, happy Ides of March. Well, I guess you'd be listening to this after the Ides of March. Um, the sequel to the Ides of March. <laughs> Ides, Ides of March 2. It's Ides are than ever. Um, it's also Daylight Savings time here in the United States. Well, most of it. Most of it. You know, it's complicated. Um, but right now, it is bright outside while I'm recording for the first time in uh, many a month. So that is pretty exciting. Good for you. I've got Thank um, you. wind. I've got wind? I've got wind. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, do, we do also have wind. They said, like, 50 mile per hour gusts, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the weather too much wind. The weather's like high surf advisory, and I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Have you seen this wind? I would do it. <sighs> All right, so we are uh, continuing to take a look under the ocean, <laughs> under the DC Comics version of the ocean. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a whirlwind tour of some aqua lads and aqua girls aqua aqua aquids the aquids aqua kids the aquids um and also a dolphin um a girl whose name is dolphin not a dolphin which is what i picture every time i see like and and then dolphin did this and i'm like oh good for that good for that dolphin Oh, yeah. The thing is, when you have a canon where, like, your superhero does canonically hang around with, like, talking, like, walruses and stuff, it's not that unlikely that there would just be a dolphin named Dolphin. Yeah. But she is a person whose name is Dolphin. Um, so, it's, uh, it's gonna be fun. We're going... To start with uh, an Aqualad, the original Aqualad, um, Garth. No last name. Uh, which is, is very funny to me um, in the, the canon of characters who do not have last names. In that, like, Mira is, like... Mira's not a super fantastical name, but it, like, seems enough like you're like, that's a name that a fantasy character could have. It just Garth means ocean. <laughs> that's it all. It does just mean ocean. Um, Garth is just the name of a guy. Like, that's, yeah, that's just, that's just a name. That it's just a regular, normal name. Um. Hi, I'm, I'm the Atlantean known as Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is spelled um, with a G. Yeah, so it it is very funny um to talk about Garth for that reason. Um and uh and some others, but uh Garth is uh Aqualad. He is he's first introduced in nineteen sixty during Aquaman's uh stories in Adventure Comics. Um, and he, no, stop that, go away. Um, and the 
initial, I believe initially, uh, the story is just that he is like an orphaned Atlantean teen, uh, who Arthur like takes under his wing as his ward and teaches him to fight, you know, underwater crime. Um, I mean, and he worst, worst, worst things to do. Yeah, listen, somebody's got to do it. Uh, he has the same power set as Aquaman. He uh, communicates, at least at first, he communicates telepathically with fish. Uh, and also he is able to obviously survive and, and live underwater um, because of... Atlantis. His Atlantean, because of Atlantis, you know, you, you've heard of it. Uh, so this is uh, in the 1960s, uh, the era where they're, which is happening in a lot of comics, like Batman is doing this too, but they're dramatically expanding, you know, the Aquaman universe and with Aqua Baby and, uh, you know, adding more villains and, uh, Quisp and what, Tusky or whatever the walrus's name is. Um, and I think it's not until later that they, uh, give him a backstory. It might, I think it's before... I, I was having a hard time figuring this out when this became canon because it's sort of the same backstory as uh, a very similar backstory to like Arthur's post-crisis backstory when they redid it and they made it so that he, both of his parents were Atlantean and he got... Uh, abandoned because of uh his blonde hair was a bad omen um but i i don't i think they made that also garth's backstory at the same time but maybe they did it sooner and then they just copied it to be aquaman's backstory now um self-plagiarism <laughs> yeah it's time is a flat circle the backstory they at some point, give Garth, is that he, uh, was the, uh, the prince of a splinter group of Atlanteans called the Idealists, um, who left to form their own colony because they were, uh, very intense pacifists and they wanted to, you know, just form this pacifist underwater commune um i mean that does sound rad it does sound rad as hell and also they did magic oh you mean there was a pacifist underwater magic commune <laughs> and, and we weren't invited yeah <laughs> uh so garth's parents were the king and queen of the idealists and uh Weird commune that they still have a monarchy. Yeah, it's it's a weird vibe. Um, and the king's brother, surprise, surprise, uh, was an evil wizard. <laughs> named Whirlin. 
named Whirlin. Um, no, his name was Slizath. Oh, okay. That <laughs> Which does, is pretty good. That does sound like an evil wizard. Yeah. Um, he's an evil necromancer who uh, is banished for doing evil magic and then plans to come back with an army of zombies and, like, take over. Uh, and Garth's father... This is all before Garth is born. His father uh, starts, like, gathering weapons uh, to try and, uh, you know, in order to prevent this from eventually happening. Um, the idealists get very mad that he's gathering weapons because they're all pacifists. So they kill him! <laughs> um, and exile his wife, who is pregnant, with Garth. Um, and a bunch of magic stuff happens where there's a prophecy that uh, a baby born with purple eyes would free Slithath and enable him to come and attack them. And then Garth's born, and he has purple eyes. Um, now, see, and... you can't... You can't... It's like astrology. You can't take something that broad and apply it to an individual person. <laughs> well, this is this is how it goes. This is how... It's comic books, baby. Um, and so... Uh, D does it ever is... come true? <laughs> Um, does he like accidentally sort, free him? He is sort of, sort of. Some complicated magic stuff happens. Um, but uh, his mom ends up uh, a along with the Atlanteans. Like she's exiled to Atlantis, and the Atlanteans are like, "Hey, we heard about that the prophecy. Get that baby out of here." <laughs> um, so like I, Arthur, they just... uh, they exile him they like send him away to like like double a, a exile they double exile him they re-exile him why um, would you all right our cool splinter group exiles you back to the main group <laughs> <laughs> the less cool group um that's your punishment then... you have to go hang out with them <laughs> no and then Garth uh, does not die and survives on his own for a while, possibly with the help of um, Aquaman's wizard dad. Um, survives on his own in the ocean before eventually being found by Aquaman and uh, becoming Aqualad. <laughs> uh, How old was he when he was a baby? A baby? Okay, alright. Look, this was a whole lot of backstory that I had never heard before. I'm um, so glad. Despite reading a lot of Teen Titans, so I guess he just never talked about it. Well, I mean, if you were abandoned as a baby in the ocean and had to, like, swim around like Goo Goo Gaga, let me eat some help, I guess. <laughs> Do you think tiny fish were like... Oh man, look at this kid. Do you, let's just swim into his mouth so he can eat us. It's fine. We'll sacrifice <laughs> ourselves. He needs so much help. Because he can talk to fish. Do you think they could understand his little baby cries? 
And they were like, no. oh, oh no. Now now we're responsible for a child. It's like a school of fish. And every day, like, three of them are like, I'll go. I'll go to feed the child. <laughs> I will keep the baby alive. We can. He's sending telepathic vibes that he is so hungry and confused. He's so hungry. Time to just... Mmm. Mmm. Fish. Fish for dinner. Every day. Um... God. Okay, so Garth becomes Aqualad. He joins the original incarnation of the Teen Titans uh, after Arthur gets married and has a son. uh, And Garth is sort of like, feels like he needs something else in his life because Arthur's got like his own family. So he, uh, Joins the Teen Titans. He goes on, you know, cool 60s teen adventures with them. Um, and... I love how, like, because it's comics, they make him, like, a pretty normal dude instead of just absolutely feral. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, hey, I found this child. Oh, hey. Oh. How how long have you been out here? Forever. Oh. (laughs) My whole life. It's huh. fine. Okay. I'm vibing. I th- I think I think the the feral child backstory again was written in after he already existed. So they were like, well, he is a normal teen, but we are gonna establish that all of this did happen to him. Which, you know, unfortunate, because I would love a classic Teen Titans just, you know, they're in their downtime. And then here comes Garth with, like, a live fish and just takes a bite out of it. And everybody's all like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, you guys don't do that here? Wild. Um, Anybody want to try? I would, God, I would love that. I do, um, Teen Titans, uh, year one, which I am very fond of, has, um, not a, like, feral Garth, but a Garth who is just, like, 100% perpetually on the verge of a complete mental breakdown. Which, a, um, a very good Garth. A great Garth. Um, but he joins the Teen Titans. He, uh, continues going on uh, adventures with Aquaman. Um, he, uh, dates Tula, who we will, uh, talk about later, um, we're not, not that much to talk about. Spoiler alert, she does die, um, she dies during Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, and as a result, Garth temporarily loses his ability to, uh, talk to fish, um, but he, uh, gains new abilities because he meets up with Aquaman's wizard dad at the point where they were still going with Aquaman has a wizard dad and not Aquaman has a human man dad. (laughs) Um, He uh, meets Aquaman's wizard dad who like talks to him some more about the like the idyllist and their kind of, you know, magical abilities uh, and shows him to, uh, like, control water, 
with magic uh, and like fire uh, energy blasts from his eyes. Uh, And yeah, and he gets uh, cool magic face tattoos and he starts going by Tempest, which is a very cool name. Yeah, pretty rad. Pretty rad name. He has, at first, he has, like, a red and black costume that's, like, okay. Currently, he has, like, a blue and silver one. I think that's much better. IMO. Um, but, uh, he does, uh, so he gains these magic powers. He marries Dolphin and has a baby with her. And then both Dolphin and the baby seemingly die when Atlantis is destroyed. And then it's hinted that they might have escaped. Atlantis gets destroyed a bunch of times. Um, And then it's hinted that they might have escaped. And then Garth comes back later after looking for them. And he's like, oh no, their toad's dead. Um, I checked. Um, Garth does not have good luck with family, apparently. Really not at all. Um, Garth also dies during Blackest Night. Uh, he's killed by, like, a Black Lantern, Arthur, and Black Lanterns of his two dead girlfriends. Frickin' Kyle Rayner over here. (laughs) But he's, uh, he... Comes back in New 52, um, because Blackest Night happened, like, right before (laughs) New 52, um, and then he's just back, like, normally in Rebirth, which is, like, good. I, I, I like Garth, um, but I'm obviously biased towards anyone who, anyone who's ever been on the Teen Titans, basically, especially the Fab Five, even though Garth is, like, the one of them that gets the least attention, um, because of the Aquaman issue where, you know, it's, like, his powers are really only impressive in water, so, like, most of the important stuff he does is on his own without his friends there who, you know, don't live underwater. Yeah. Um... He, um, also, uh, he (laughs) shows up in, uh, Teen Titans 2003, voiced by Will Wheaton. Um, I had, uh, I had buried, I had buried deep down inside me how much I shift Teen Titans Garth and Roy, um, until I... Thanks. I was, uh, like, looking up stuff about Garth over the weekend, and I was, like, looking at his Teen Titans design to think about how great it was, and I was like, oh! (laughs) Oh, boy! I just remembered! I've unlocked something inside of myself. Um. I mean, He's also in Young (laughs) Young... Um, he's also in Young Justice, again, as, like, an extreme, like, teen heartthrob pretty boy. Um, and then in, uh, he's in Titans live action and he just looks like a total dweebus. And I'm like, both, dang it. Both good and valid, though. 
<laughs> I mean, sometimes you should be a dweebus. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyways, uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of cartoons, there is another second Aqualad, uh, Calderam, um, alias Jackson Hyde, who was created for Young Justice, the cartoon, to be the version of Aqualad on that show. Um, it was good, too. Which was a, a great choice. I One of the best things that Young Justice came up with. And I say this as somebody who really likes Young Justice. <laughs> um, they uh, make this uh, cool, like, black teen Aqualad who has magic tattoos. Uh, and he's, like, the oldest one in the group and the team leader and the one who sort of, you know, like stays calm in a crisis and you know make sure everyone else is okay he's great he's amazing um and because he was so great and uh presumably because dc was like oh we don't need to come up with new black characters we can steal them from cartoons um but technically they're ours <laughs> technically they're ours uh he gets ported into uh comics in 2010 right after garth is killed during blackest night um and uh he's introduced as the uh he's the son of uh black manta um being raised by his uh adoptive parents in New Mexico. Uh, he doesn't know about this. He has, uh, weird tattoos that he's had for his whole life. Um, he doesn't know, uh, what they do. He, like, you know, reacts weirdly when he's in water. Um, his parents try to keep him away from the water. Classic stuff. Um, and he finds out that, uh, he is the son of Aquaman villain Black Manta, uh, and that, uh, Black Manta and Jackson's mother, uh, were at one point captured by, uh, Zebel, which is the... God, I'm so sorry the, for how much the, the scientist Atlantis lore. The scientist or the region? The region. Okay. The, the, the kingdom of Zebel. I know, right? Confusing. Um captured by Zebel, uh the Atlantean like exiled penal colony that Mira was from when they rebooted her backstory for Blackest Night. Um, and that, uh, they, like, uh, Black Manta and his wife, question mark? I'm not sure if they were married. I also am not sure what her name was, which, I mean, like, comics. Um, but they were, like, uh, they ended, they were exploring the Bermuda Triangle, which is where Zevil is located, uh, of course. And they got, of course. 
and they got uh captured by the Zebelians, uh and they were going to uh you know, once like Jackson was born, they were gonna like take him and do experiments on him. Um and uh Mira gets him and is able to uh take him away to safety. Uh but he still uh gets water powers from this. For funsies. For fun, you know? I mean, listen, it is pretty fun. Um but he uh becomes uh the second Aqualad with his cool water powers and magic tattoos. Um and he doesn't show up in the new 52 but he is in rebirth uh where they redesign him to look more like the young justice version which is funny um they're like no it's look it's him (laughs) (laughs) it's him he's here um and he also he has his they give him his cool uh weapons that like his water bearers that he can like shape water into swords and stuff with um it's very cool um i mean look somebody at dc was like no this is cool (laughs) we listen we gotta have it um we gotta put these in here it's so sick uh he um he's also gay uh which is uh cool i think he's gonna be in the pride anthology that's coming up um probably because statistically they need to use all of the lgbt characters that they have just like Um, flash from what earth 11 yeah you know the flash of everybody's favorite flash of earth 11 which Uh, which earth is that i don't even know (laughs) it's the earth where everyone's non-binary Ooh, take me there Um, he also had a um a one of DC's uh like YA graphic novels uh was about him um having like a uh a tender gay YA romance with also <laughs> water superpowers uh which is a whole vibe. Yeah, no, I'm just like no, that sounds really rad and I'm kind of mad that I haven't read it yet. <laughs> Though to be fair, I haven't read any books in a while. <laughs> in fairness, in fairness to everything, I haven't read anything. Um so are those are our two Aqualads. Um we also have uh we have two major aqua girls there are two aqua girls who are only aqua girl for like one issue um one is named uh lisa morell who was an atlantean who was but she has a last name i mean she was raised on the surface so she was uh adopted she had to fit in by yeah exactly she's like oh all these people have two names fuck 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 um, uh, and it's Morel, like, like the snail. Is that a snail? Oh no! Wait, no mushroom. There's a morel is a mushroom, isn't it? I believe you're right, but 
It's not even oceany. <laughs> um. Anyways, so she uh sees Aquaman in danger. Her like latent Atlantean abilities activate. Um, and she helps him as Aqua Girl for like an issue, and then her powers go latent again, and she's like, "Okay, bye." Um, and there's also a um another Atlantean teenager who uh teams up with Aquaman to make her ex-boyfriend jealous, which is a power move, I guess. Um, Okay. And then she, I guess, succeeds in that, and it's like, okay, I'm done. Bye. Uh, Tula is a love interest uh, for Aqualad. She's like a princess of one of the other... uh, like underwater kingdoms um she uh she goes by aqua girl kind of just uh just like occasionally mostly helping like teaming up with garth uh and then she is killed by chemo in crisis on infinite earths uh, uh okay yep you know Chemo, chemo supervillain, not chemo, like, the medical procedure. <laughs> not chemotherapy. She doesn't, I like, she doesn't get chemotherapy. I assumed, because then you wouldn't say killed by chemo, you would say dies of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I was like, people will know what I mean, but then I was like, maybe I should clarify just to be sure. Um... But they do, um, there's a second Aqua Girl introduced in the early 2000s, uh, who is, uh, a human girl named, uh, Lorena Marquez, who, uh, is present, uh, survives San Diego sinking into the ocean, which is a thing that happens. Um, is one of the only people to survive this event. Um, and, uh, through this, develops the ability to breathe underwater. It's that fast Um, evolution. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's fine. You know when you're Um, drowning and suddenly you grow gills? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Aquaman helps her, so... Uh, maybe he transfers his Atlantean powers to her through touch. Um, but she, uh, starts going by Aqua Girl. They, uh, work to, you know, rebuild San Diego as Sub Diego as best they can. Um, she joins the Teen Titans. Um, during one year later, um, and she, uh, she has a little bit, um, she has a little bit of a thing with, with Jaime that doesn't really go anywhere, um, but they, as far as I know, she hasn't shown up in New 52 or in Rebirth. But I haven't read a whole lot of the 
Aquaman stuff in New 52 or Rebirth. So maybe she is there. Uh, and she's just, you know, uh, kicking around. Just hanging out and um, having a good time. Yeah, just... Uh, see her in the background popping open a Atlantis Pepsi. Yeah, exactly. Just vibing. Uh, you know. Um, so the, uh, those are some Aqua Girls. And then Dolphin is sort of a weird case. Uh, because... Dolphin is introduced as a solo character uh, in Showcase, one of DC's anthology series, in uh, 1968. And uh, the story is that um, she falls overboard from a cruise ship and then she is rescued by aliens who abduct her and do experiments on her because they're trying to develop underwater human life, which already exists in on DC Earth. So I, they, I don't know why they didn't check first to see if anybody was already down there. Um, but they Maybe they're trying to fight them? Maybe they want to build an army of different... Underwater it, humanoids. It would to be fight like those ones. Scientists creating a superior crab. <laughs> oh god! And then we have unstoppable super crabs. Um, she uh, so she develops, you know, uh, the ability to survive underwater. Um, she also, I think, gets some like other stuff. Uh. She, her, uh, she has, like, gills and, like, webbed extremities, and, uh, she, I think, ages slower for some reason. That's not, like... It was just a fun I perk. Mean, like, it's just a fun perk. I guess there are some <laughs> marine animals who live a long time, so they just threw that in there. <laughs> the aliens were like, are they supposed to age this fast? I don't know. Let's just slow that down. <laughs> Let's just turn that one down. Uh, so she, uh, she escapes the aliens. Um, and like Garth, I guess, just sort of lives as a feral ocean child for a while. Um, she finds clothes inside the sunken ship, which happen to be extremely short jean shorts. And, like, a white sleeveless top that have somehow survived inside a sunken ship for years underwater. Um, or mm -hmm. some Atlanteans were hiding their people street clothes <laughs> in a sunken <laughs> ship. They're cool human disguises. How do you do, fellow kids? I mean, what are they going to do? Go to the beach in jeans? <laughs> You're right. That would suck. Um, she, uh, she gets picked up by, uh, an oceanology vessel, uh, and kind of lives among the crew for a while. Uh, they teach her, uh, some sign language, uh, because she doesn't talk because she 
lived underwater as a feral child. Um, at some point she, uh, does learn how to speak, which I think is bogus. There should be more characters who just use sign language, especially when you're underwater. Like, yeah, it seems like it would be a perk to speak sign language. Um, but she's still, she's depicted as still being sort of, uh, withdrawn and not really speaking very much. Um, and she, that's her sort of, like, whole story as it's introduced. They, they give this whole, like, backstory for her. Uh, and then she's not really around very much. She shows up a few times, uh, in some, like, crossover events. She's pretty obscure, uh, but she meets Aquaman in the 90s at the point where Aquaman was getting his like big sort of rebrand where uh he lost his hand and replaced it with a harpoon hand and he was shirtless and he let his hair grow really long and he grew a beard um just you know a whole new vibe um but she uh helps uh Aquaman after he loses his hand uh, encounters them, helps get them back to Atlantis, uh, meets the Atlanteans, um, is written, like, a bit more sort of, like, naive, but, like, chipper, um, instead of the sort of, like, very reserved version that she was, uh, introduced as. Um, she, uh, starts, she dates Aquaman for a bit because this is the time period where Mira uh you know went crazy and disappeared um for a while uh and she was <laughs> in an alternate dimension and she had a, another son it's fine it's fine don't know where my wife is time to date this person Time to date this young woman. Uh, they, uh, they date. They, uh, this is also, okay, so they start dating. Um, and then Mira comes back. And then, also, Garth comes back from doing his, like, wizard sabbatical, um, where he was learning how to do magic. Uh, so Arthur is dealing with his relationship with Mira, and Dolphin starts dating Garth. Better choice, um, honestly. Better choice, objectively. Um, very sort of complicated, <laughs> complicated dinner table to be sitting at. But uh, they uh, start dating... They get married, they have a son, uh, Garth ends up, uh, leaving the Titans, the adjectiveless Titans, um, when Dolphin is like, you know, you need to choose between being a superhero or being a father. Classic, classic stuff. Uh. I mean, makes sense, honestly. <laughs> And that is that is one job where I'm like, it is pretty dang hard to be both a superhero and a parent. 
Uh, some people do it, but a lot of the time it doesn't end well. No. Um, so the, uh, Atlantis is destroyed by the Spectre, um, for reasons that were unclear to me. Spectre? Uh, Come on. Come on, buddy. Um, and it implies that Dolphin may have survived, but again, uh, Garth later on, uh, reveals that he spent, like, uh, months searching for them and eventually, uh, found their bodies and confirmed that they were dead. Uh, yeah, so she does come back to life in Rebirth. Um. Apt. By which I mean they just, she's just rebooted back into existence. Uh, and given a new backstory where she is, uh, and, like, she's an Atlantean mutant, um, and she's, like, sort of outcast from Atlantean society because of her, uh, mutation. Man, Atlantis has a really bad track record. <laughs> Atlantis <laughs> is so bad about this. Um, and, uh... She has some, like, some new powers. She gets some, like, blue scales, uh, and she can, like, turn, like, turn her nails into claws, um, and also she can glow, um, so all of these sound like really cool things, (laughs) really cool and dope mutations, but, uh, Atlantis was not into them, I guess. Like, I would understand if... Well, I mean, like, I wouldn't understand, understand, but it would be a little bit more understandable if it's like, hey, this baby is shooting lasers out of its eyes, what do I do? (laughs) And they're like, uh, shit, maybe leave it out by the ridge, see if some dolphin- (laughs) The baby ridge. See if a dolphin wants to take care of it or something, because we don't have a lot of, um- fresh building supplies down here. It's kind of kind of what we got. But if it's like, hey, my baby's glowing a little bit. Hell yeah. Just take Rad care baby. of your baby. Just be normal about it. God. Um but yeah, so those are uh those are the 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 aquids. Uh did you have did you have anything anything else of note? Uh I have not read, like, any Aquaman stuff at all, so, like, (laughs) all of my awkward knowledge comes from, um, mostly Young Justice. (laughs) Just all cartoons, really. Yeah. All cartoon knowledge. Um, I love, I love Garth and Teen Titans. I love his vibe. Yeah. I, I can see him perfectly, clearly in my mind. There he is. <laughs> there he is. My beautiful my boy. Son. My beautiful baby boy. So proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Um I did not read any comics this week. I did buy some comics that Ooh. I did not read. But I did go to the comic book store and I picked up the first two volumes. Of, uh, The Other History of the DC Universe, which is a series 
I think it's a Black Label series, and I don't know why, but I, I think Black Label is just what DC is doing for all their, like, prestige comics. Um, is, is that the ones about the illusionists? The prestige comics? Yeah, exactly. They're all comics about magicians. Uh, but it is a series uh, that goes in-depth on uh, DC's uh, black characters. The first volume is uh, about Black Lightning. Um, and the second one, which I'm, uh, very excited, I'm excited to read both of them. The second one, which I'm very excited about, is about, uh, Harold and Bumblebee, uh, and I love those guys. (laughs) Um, again, like, it's on brand every time I see a Teen Titans-associated character, I'm like, (gasps) there they are! Uh, but I'm excited about that. Uh, we also mentioned DC announced its, like, Pride anthology and also, like, a whole bunch of, like, Pride Month variant covers and stuff. Uh, and when I first, like, when I first saw the announcement, I was, like, excited, but I was also, like, sort of cynical about it because, you know, I was, like, oh, wow, like, all seven of your LGBT characters. Amazing. You know, really patting yourselves on the back there. Uh, But then I saw a bunch of, like, the writers and artists who were, like, working on it, getting, like, very excited about it, and I was like, all right, I I support that. No, no, it is very good. (sighs) But also... It is good to see. Yeah. Um... And I mean, I am gonna, I am gonna read it, uh, and I am gonna get excited because, you know, I love Kate, I love Renee, I love Midnighter and Apollo, I love Jackson slash Calder, uh, I love, I'm ready to love the Flash of Earth-11, uh, so I, I am... I am excited about it. Sorry, I did. I did look up Earth Eleven. Apparent. Yeah. Apparently, it's the cis uh, swap Earth. Oh. <laughs> okay. You know, you've got a uh, Batwoman, but not you know the Kate Kane Batwoman, another <laughs> Batwoman. Got All right. Superwoman, but not, you know, that Superwoman, the other Superwoman. You've got Wonder Man, but not that Wonder Man, the other <laughs> Wonder Man. I hate comics. <laughs> I do also like how it says Residence, Booster Gold, Deceased. <laughs> <laughs> other characters, Big Bard. Uh... <laughs> Oh, that's the one. With... Me playing DC. Yo. Me playing D&D. Like, here comes the big bard. Here comes big bard and Miss Miracle. Um, ugh. Yeah. I do remember. Actually, I feel, I think, I think maybe they showed up in Superman, like Batman, Superman, Batman number 23, Batman. November 2005. Yeah. Thank you. Um, because I do remember, yeah, they had, like, a whole thing with this Earth, and I remember seeing them and being like, what is the goddamn point of Scott and Barda 
if you gender swap them. Like, it just, <laughs> it, it ruins all of the appeal. Yeah, I feel like if, like, that's just everything else. That's just everything else. It's, what? It's all of it. It's all things. Who cares? <sighs> it was right, Flash well... of Earth 11, right? That I'm remembering. <laughs> okay, hold on. All right. Are they talking about Earth 11 future Flash non-binary? Because Earth 11's future Flash is non-beanie. Because I was like, wait, is Earth 11 Flash lesbian? <laughs> um, no, I th- but I'm, no, I'm pretty sure this is in, in the, the pride, future state yeah. Flash. In, in the pride one, it's probably non-beanie Flash. Good too, for that. Too fast for gender. <laughs> Gender can't catch them. Nope. Can't um, catch me, gender. Get out of here. You. Gosh. But yeah, those are uh, those are some things that are happening. If you want to see things that are happening, you should follow us on the internet. We have Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook and Instagram. And you can find all those just at Capes and Japes on their respective platforms. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com if you have questions or you need recommendations or you need to tell us something very important about comic books. Um, We'd love to hear it. We have a Discord server uh, that you can hang out with us in, come and uh, share your accomplishments, talk about comic books, talk about non-comic books, uh, look at people's pets, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, we have a Patreon. If you feel like you want to support us on there, you can get bonus episodes, watch things, pick what we talk about. Um, and if you can't do that, but you still want to help us out, you could leave a rating and a review. That would be extremely cool. We would appreciate it a lot. Uh, you could tell a friend about the show. If you think they'd be uh, interested, we would appreciate that also. Uh, and just just coming, just coming back and joining us, just being here. Thank you for being here today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. I have been Briar. And as always, don't abandon your awkwards. <laughs> just, just you can handle it. Just stop leaving them on coastlines. God.